Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing? This is your guy, Larry, and you just tune in to Black Nerds Biblecast. I'm so glad that you made it. I'm glad that you are here. So why don't you just come on, come on in, pull up a chair and and get some of this Bible study. <laughs> so anyway, hey, so I'm first of all, we've been going through the book of Genesis and uh, we've been talking about Abram, a wonderful, wonderful man of God in the Bible. Um, just, you know, one of the things that I will say is we discover as we're reading um, about the story and life of Abram or um, and again, he's actually Abraham. OK, but right now in the earlier chapters, he's can still considered Abram because God has not officially changed his name. And we'll see there's a difference between um, Abram and Abraham. OK, so. As I was getting ready to say, um, we we find out that Abram is not a perfect man. And I think that one of the things that I always like to um, focus and, and just kind of relate a message to a lot of us that are, you know, going through the Bible and reading things. And, you know, I think some of the biggest misconception about um, the people who are in the Bible, whether they be, may be, have been Noah or um, Abram or Moses later on, we'll be dealing with him and maybe eventually um, dealing with Isaac and Jacob and, and Joshua and Joseph. Um, we begin to discover that a lot of these individuals, though they were mentioned in the Bible, they weren't perfect. OK, and so I say that just to encourage someone out there that, yes, you might be um, a Christian. And, you know, remember, um, you, we're not we're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall short. And that's the reason why we need Jesus Christ. OK, so we, we need a savior. We need a mediator. We need help. I mean. Some days we're up, some days we're down, right? I, I can maybe some of you guys have per, are perfect, but me, I, I can tell you, I'm one of the least perfect people. Do I love God though? Yes, I truly love God, and I truly love the fact that He's He's full of mercy and He's full of grace, and He deals with me, and He's fully patient, and so, and I thank God first of all that He's not like man, right? Man will always either hold you to a higher accountability sometimes, or even even to the point where He will just, you know, you make one simple mistake, guess what? You know, you just fail, right? Well, same way with God. If you if you make one mistake, if you break one law, guess what? You're you're punished, right? But thank God for Jesus Christ. But through through Christ and being saved through Christ, guess what? You know what? I'm not saying that you just continue to make mistakes and continue to purposely do things. But you know, if you do mess up, if you do foul up, and you do, you know, catch an L, <laughs> you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Get yourself back up. Dust yourself off. Ask for forgiveness if you need to. Get it right with whoever you might have offended or did or did something wrong to. And keep it going. Keep it pushing. Right? This life is too short. And what we got to do is we got to continue to move ahead. So, hey, speaking of moving ahead, we're going to continue on in this book of Genesis and in the story of Abraham or Abram, excuse me. And so just, you know, like I said before, pull up a seat, sit back, relax and enjoy this next episode of Black Nurse Biblecast.
Hey, so we're going to be reading in uh, Genesis chapter 15. And in this um, particular one, we're going to be talking about the Lord's covenant promise to Abram. Now, isn't that wonderful? First of all, in the Bible, we're always talking about God's covenant. And remember, when God creates or has a covenant with you, you can best believe that he's not going to break his promise. He's not going to ever break his covenant. He's not going to even change the covenant or promise. He's not going to um, um, make it to where, you know, the stipulations or anything like that. In other words, his covenant is he, normally his covenant is eternal. And what he says to you will come to pass. So let's let's talk about this. Let's read here um god the lord's covenant promised to abram okay so verse one of chapter 15 sometime later the lord spoke to abram in a vision and said to him do not be afraid abram for i will protect you and your reward will be great but abram replied "O sovereign lord what good are what good are all your blessings when i don't have a son since you've given me no children eleazar Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. You have given me no descendants of my own, so so one of my servants will be my heir. Then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. Abram believed the Lord and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. Then the Lord told him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as your possession. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, how can I be sure that I will actually possess it? The Lord told him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So Abram presented all these things to him and killed them. Then he cut each animal down the middle and laid the half side by side. He did not, however, cut the bird in half. Some vultures swooped down to eat the carcasses, but Abram chased them away. As the sun was going down, Abram fell into a deep sleep and a terrifying darkness came down over him. Then the Lord said to Abram, you can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land where they will be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them. And in the end, they will come away with great wealth. Verse 15, as for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age. Verse 16, after four generations, your descendants will return to this land for the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. After the sun went down and darkness fell, Abram saw a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch pass between the halves of the carcasses. So the Lord made a covenant with Abram that day and said, I have given this land to your descendants all the way from the border of Egypt to the Euphrates River 
the land now occupied by the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, uh, Hittites, Perizzites, Raphides, Amorites, and Canaanites, Gergeshites, and Jebusites. Hey, so you still there? Are you awake or did I fall? Did I make you go to sleep? <laughs> no, just kidding. Hey, so what we are doing now is uh, let's go back into this. Um, the Lord's covenant promise to Abram. And as I said before, you know, um, God reconfirms his covenant. Um, this is one. This is the thing that I love about the Lord here in the life of Abram is he pretty much, you know, goes and reconfirms. Um, this covenant that, you know, he had already established or this promise that he had said with Abram. Remember, um, he had told him, Abram, this before that he would make his name great. He would establish him uh, a territory pretty much. And every, every place his foot went in that territory would be, would belong to not only him, but also his descendants. And so we, um, discover here as we read that there is a one little single, single solitary problem. And that is he has no, uh, uh, he has no offspring. He has no son, um, to carry on this supposed covenant. So let me, I, I would say this. Um, I think that Abram's concerns is valid. I don't know whether, um, I would say that he didn't have faith at that moment. I, I want to think that according to how this is read and how this is written is that Abram, um, was asking a, uh, a question that I think any of us would have asked, especially if you have no children. Yet God has told you that, uh, you will, there will be, um, an establishment of your lineage or your descendants. And how would you have descendants if you have no children to start with? Right? So there becomes a question about this. So let's, let's, um, go back over this again. And it says here that sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision okay and said to him do not be afraid abram for i will protect you and your reward will be great let's go let's stop right here now now there are going to be times now even though we're reading this about the lord coming to him in a vision i want you all to understand that the lord is so awesome and so powerful that he comes in different forms he comes in different ways sometimes as you're reading the word of god you he's going to you're going to get a message from him sometimes maybe hearing the word of god maybe preaching um at your church or local church even maybe your pastor might be up there preaching and you get something from the from the pastor but there are times in which, and even in this case, you will get a vision or you'll have a dream, um, 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 basically of the Lord speaking to you, or maybe even, uh, maybe you might be driving or, or going throughout your day. And then all of a sudden the Lord will drop something in your spirit. Okay. But in this, in this case here, it notice that the Lord spoke to him in a vision. Okay. Something that he seen, something that he was able to see. But one thing that he said, he tells him again, do not be afraid. Okay. Do not be afraid. Now it's funny. He says, do not be afraid. He, you know, I'm wondering if Abram was fearful or concerned of something, but he says, do not be afraid. And again, this might be because 
Abram had again seen a vision. So he, you know, this, this, um, the Lord reminds him to not be afraid, do not be fearful. But he says, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. Now, isn't that awesome? Wouldn't you love it when the Lord will tell you that he's going to protect you and nothing or no harm will come to you. And then also your reward will be great. That's, I think that's pretty awesome. So now verse two, Abram replies, he says, Oh, sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't have even a son? Okay. Now this is a, this is a legitimate problem, right? So he says, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? You're saying that I'm going to have, I'm, I'm going to have a reward that's great. And according to the covenant that I'm going to have, I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm given this territory that will be not only mine, but for my descendants. How will I have descendants if I don't have a son? So he says, since you've given me no children, he says, Eleazar of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth now he's already looking ahead he's saying he's saying the only person pretty much that that will have the inheritance will be this this guy Eleazar of Damascus that is a part of his household okay in other words if I die basically he's saying if I die he will in his son will inherit it the how inherited right inherit all his wealth then he goes on to say um you have given me no descendants of my own so one of my servants will be my heir then he there's and i love this this is the conversation between abram and the lord he said then the lord said to him no your servant will not be your heir Okay, he corrects them. He says, you will for you will have a son of your own for for who or I'm sorry, your own who will be your heir. Okay, so in other words, he said, nope, you're not going to you ain't going to have to worry about Eleazar of Damascus. His son is not going to take over. You're not going to have to worry about him being your heir. You will have your own child. You will have a child which will take over that will that will carry on the legacy. What my promise, in other words, he's also letting them know that when I say that what I have to say and my covenant and my promise to you will still fulfill its purpose. This here is a message to someone out there that's listening that may have heard from God, may you might have heard God giving you a promise, maybe claimed it in a vision, maybe someone has told you that something is still going to happen. Well, this is an example of how even though things did not look as though things were going to happen, God comes right back around and reconfirms that these things will happen. My word, my promise to you is still going to happen. Even though you're, you're probably up in age and your wife is up in age, you still will have a son. See, see, we get worried. We get in the natural. Let me, let, let's, let me just say this. In the natural, we see things visually. We, we, we question things. We start to think in our head, like, oh, well, how is this going to happen? Or, you know, in the natural, it's like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't, this doesn't make sense. Why? How in the world is this going to happen? He told me this. Some of you might have heard something from the Lord, maybe a pastor, maybe even a person that has a prophetic gift might have told you that God is going to do this in your life. And you still haven't seen the manifestation of it. You still have not seen this come to pass. Well, this is a perfect example. 
of God coming back around and reconfirming what he promised, what he told them, what he told Abram. I'm sorry. And so even though and he was very patient with Abram, because remember, Abram was questioning, like, look, I, I understand all their blessings and everything. That sounds all well and good. But how am I going to have a son? I mean, how am I going to have a have a, an inheritance when I won't I don't even have a son? Now, he corrects them in verse four. Now, let's go to verse five. Then the Lord, the Lord uh, took Abram outside and said to him, look up in the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you want to have. See, listen, with I can. This is such an awesome dialogue to me, because first of all, you know, Abram says one thing. The Lord says no. And he corrects him. He says, no, trust me, you're going to still have a son. This is what's going to happen. You don't have to worry about someone else having being uh, uh, um, having your inheritance. And then he goes on to explain to him you still will have a son to carry it out carry out the inheritance and your son will have the wealth once you leave this earth but then he turns around and says look come here come here come here <laughs> this is just my version okay guys he says come here come on outside here come on come on come on take a look look outside look up in the sky can you see all them stars can you count if you can count all them stars then that's how many of your descendants you're going to have you're going to have lots. I promise you this. In other words, if you can count the many stars that you see in the sky, that's how many descendants. In other words, your, 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 your descendants will go from generation to generation. And you know what? How many stars are in the sky? Numerous. Do they go on forever? You can't count the many stars that I've put up there because, you know, because there's so many that they go on forever. All right. Now, verse six, Abram believed the Lord and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. Now, I'm going to stop right here. I know I'm doing a lot of stopping, but listen, these are some very important things that I want you to kind of grab a hold to in this story. Now, in in um, in in Hebrews, we read in the book of Hebrews, um, I believe a, uh, chapter 11. And as you go further down, I believe it's wrong, either the seventh or eighth verse, um, it begins to talk about Abraham. Now, he's a part of the father or what you call the father of faith. And through that, through those different times, you know, through um, his wife giving birth, and I'm kind of giving you some hints here, what's going to happen. But the birth of his son that will come from his wife actually um will be the fact that you know of him believing by faith and remember um abraham you're going to see as we go along here that abram becomes the what we now know of as the father of faith um if you read in romans uh 4 3 um, that's a one verse that also talks about, and this is in the New Testament in Romans. It says, for the scripture tells us, uh, Abraham at this time is Abraham. If you notice, believe God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Okay. So understand that there is, a, there are many, um, there are many examples here in which, uh, we find out now that, that Abram, not only was he tested in his faith, but um, 
you know, God begins to tell Abram or at that time, Abram, that he's going to establish him as a great nation. He's going to establish him as as one who who is going he's going to place his covenant um, in his, you know, use him to, to place his covenant. OK, um, now, verse seven says the Lord told him, I am the Lord who brought you out of the out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as your possession. Now, here goes Abram again. This in verse eight. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, how can I be sure that I will actually possess it? Then the Lord said to him, Okay, this is now he now at this point the Lord is telling him, This is what I need you to do for me. Okay, with all these questions, <laughs> he says, bring me three years, a three year old heifer, a three year old female goat, a three year old ram and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. Now, I, I think this is very significant. And the reason why I say that because of the, uh, the, spe the specificity in which the Lord um, tells him as to specifically what he wanted. He wanted a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, and a three-year-old ram. Okay. And, and in, uh, not to mention that they had to be three years old, but they're also, um, uh, one is a turtle dove and young pigeon. Now I'll be the first to tell you, um, I have not done any kind of expository or deep, you know, um, reason behind this, but I do know that there is a significant reason why the Lord has specified these, um, these, these animals to be in such a way. Okay. And, um, again, I don't, I'm be honest with you. Uh, I don't know the full meaning behind it. So we're going to continue on, but just know that this is what the Lord told him to bring. So in verse 10, Abram uh, says, so Abram presented all these things to him and killed them. Then he cut each animal down the middle and laid the half side by side. He did not, however, cut the birds in half. Now, there was a reason that the Bible mentioned that. And, and this is the wonderful thing about the word of God. There are reasons why that the, that they become specific about certain things. Now, verse 11, some vultures swoop down vultures swoop down to eat the carcass, carcasses but abram chased them away now again i i i this here verse 11 sounds like this could be a sermon for someone to preach so it's a reason why again the vultures try to swoop down and eat the carcasses so now in verse 12 as the sun was going down abram fell into a deep sleep in other words he was knocked out he was he could not nobody could know who he could probably creep upon him and a terrifying darkness came down over him okay then the lord said to abram you can be sure that your descendants will be a stranger strangers in a foreign land where they will be oppressed as slaves and for 400 years there's a reason why that terrifying darkness came upon him while he was in this deep sleep because there was some bad news in the midst of this and the lord says to abram so it almost could have been maybe a, a dream or a nightmare even or something or a bad dream i should say but it says here that that you is a, your, your, your descendants will be a stranger in a foreign land okay and then basically they'll be like immigrants and then they will be oppressed for as slaves 
for 400 years. Do you know 400 years is a long time? None of us live 400 years, not, not in today's generation. But I will punish, he says, but, but I will punish the nation that enslaves them. And in the end, they will come away with great wealth. Now, you notice this. He says, I don't care whether or not they should, they, you know, for why they were enslaved. Basically, they were enslaved for a reason because of, he doesn't mention, but they have, they will be disobedient and they will be caused to go into slavery for 400 years. Okay. But when they come out, they will have great wealth. It says, as for you, as for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age. So that means that he's going to continue to to be at peace even afterwards. OK, um, verse 16, after four generations, your descendants will return here to this land for the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. After the sun went down and darkness fell, Abram saw a smoking pot fire pot and a flaming torch passed between the halves of the carcasses so the lord made a covenant with abram that day and said i have given this land to your descendants all the way from the border of egypt now you know i think this is this is uh, interesting about this too is that um yes abram um brought the 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 sacrifice but i believe that the lord was the one here that provided it he provided not only did he provide the sacrifice of course ultimately he provides you know anything that you give so anything that you give remember it still comes from the lord okay and and that's even in this case here the animals that he got you know they ultimately were provided by god and god turns around and as he administers this he actually when he comes out of his sleep do you notice that it's already a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passing between the halves of the carcasses and it says the lord made a covenant covenant with abram that day you see that so he makes a promise he seals the deal okay all the way it says here i have given this land to your descendants Okay, to your descendants all the way to the border of Egypt, to the great Euphrates River, the land now occupied by all these other, um, I would say these these tribes or something you might want to call them, the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the uh, Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the, the Raphites. Amorites, Canaanites, Gergesites, and Jebusites, all these sites. What a sight to see, right? Amen. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But look, these these are the things that God had established Abram, okay? God has established Abram a wonderful thing. And he turns around and he blesses him. He gives him a covenant. He provides the sacrifice. He even though he gives him um, um, the whole details, basically, of how his descendants will go through 400 years of slavery. And, but he's going to still punish the ones that enslaved them. So he's going to deal with them, too. So do you remember? Do you know? Now, first of all, you, if you're going through some things and say, for instance, this is not your fault, but someone is persecuting you. Guess what? 
You don't have to worry about getting even with them. You don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do something bad to them. No, God will fight your battles. Remember, we just read in the, in the previous chapter about how there was a war that broke out in that region and God turns around and he says that I'm going to fight your battle. I'm going to be the one. And remember, Melchizedek, the, the priest of, of the most high, of God most high, comes and he actually talks about that. He actually says that blessed is God most high or the Lord God who has given you, has given you victory or has given victory or has, has victoriously overcome his enemies. Okay. So that's the same thing. God knows the beginning before the end. God is awesome. He, there's nothing that is too hard for him. And he knows beyond what he beyond, he knows beyond what we can ever see. All right. So that's about it for this chapter and in chapter 15. Stay tuned because this uh, this thing really begins to open up. Remember, if God says that he's going to establish in you uh, a descendant or like he did for Abram and that whatever he shows you a vision of what he wants for you in your life, you can best believe that it's going to come to pass. You can be sure that God, when God says something, his word does not return void. He knows exactly. He's a God. He's like the Bible says, he's not a man that he should lie. And so understand that. So some of you right now, you have a relationship with the Lord. The Lord begins to talk to you and speak to you. And you know what? There are promises in which God makes to you or God will show you things that he, he's going to give you or bless you with in, in the future. You may see parts of your destination, parts of your, of, of the, being in the will of God, what, what he's, where he's going to take you. It's always so good to follow God's will, because guess what, guys? We all have a purpose. We all have a purpose in what, what God wants us to do. You have a purpose in life, and I have a purpose in life, and everyone around you does. But how will we ever know if we don't get with God, if we don't have a relationship with God? Do you know? Do you think that you are just in a, in, you're just, you know, who you are. Like, oh, I'm just a, uh, I don't know. I'm just a truck driver or I'm just a person that as a father or a husband or maybe a wife or just a mother or a stay at home mom or something like that. You know, you're more than that. You're more than that. You're so much more than that. And, and the way you know and find out how much more you are and how much more God wants for you is you have to spend time with him. You have to have a relationship with him. How many times some of you may be listening and know that God has called you to do something. God has put it in front of you. He's patiently or even 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 so gently kind of nudged at you and said hey you know what i've placed that desire some of you have desires to do something you know that it's of god and you know god is like calling you to do this thing do you know what that will never go away and you know what that urge that urge you will go to sleep with it wake up with it i mean it will be a hunger and you know something until you begin to walk in obedience with god guess what it will still be there it will still be there so do yourself a favor don't leave this life without fulfilling the promise that god has for you do you like i said before 
when you walk according to faith like Abram has done and is doing yes he had a lot of questions yes he questioned God like how can this happen this doesn't naturally seem to, to really make sense so you know what God had to continue to show him and you know something some of you out there don't be afraid to ask God a question don't be afraid to let him know that you're doubting don't be afraid because remember the the thing about faith is faith is only executed and only happens when you take action once you take action once you begin to walk in that guess what that's when faith activates you only activate faith remember now in book the book of hebrews 11 uh chapter 11 verse 1 it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and is the evidence of things not seen do you know that you know you cannot see what god has planned for you maybe he may show you a vision maybe he won't but faith is believing in something that you know or have faith that god has told you and even though you do not see it yet even though you have not seen the manifestation it is there okay and we're gonna in our next chapter in the next episode we're gonna see how god's plan is going to unfold naturally and remember God is so patient and loving with us that he we're not it was he doesn't work with us because we're perfect we're so imperfect and this is what we'll begin to see but in spite of our imperfections God still deals with us amen so thank God for the grace of God and thank God for this lesson hey let's keep keep this going and we're going to return to the book of Genesis and talk more about Abram and and how how God's going to continue to bless him. And and I know this lesson is going to bless me as well as it's going to bless you. So, again, as always, I leave you with please subscribe and share this podcast with someone that might be encouraged to hear what you know what the word of God has to say. And, you know, you might get something you never know. You might get something out of it, you know. So, yeah, um, I appreciate all of you guys. So, again, just. Uh, hang with me and we'll continue to go down this path and find out even more about Abram and seeing how God used him. Okay. So until then, Hey, I'll talk to you this uh, during the week.